Hey guys, before we jump in, I want to invite you to follow me on socials. You can follow me on Twitter at what I will say pod, on Instagram at what I will say, also on TikTok at what I will say, and of course, what I will say.tumblr.com will take you to my blog where you can keep up with my day to day pop culture takes. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Just search what I will say to access hours upon hours of bonus content, our secret community Discord, and so much more. Or if the Patreon is not for you, you can give us a five star rating and a good review, or even just tell a friend about the show. All of those things help us out a lot. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Well, everybody, welcome back to What I Will Say. This is Cam, and I'm here to say, if you want Toe Breakup Reactions, we have four episodes up on the Patreon right now. I got Shannon of Fluently Forward on. I got Inti on. Of course, we had Imps on, and then Kara came through. We re-reviewed Midnight's to look at Toe Breakup Clues. We will have more It's Tover content coming. That's what I'm calling the series. It's Tover. Content on the way on the Patreon. I've just been up in New York with the Pod Collective. Had a super fun time doing that. We will also have a review of the Pod Collective meetup, which some crazy shit went down. So you guys, that will be on our Patreon as well. Look for that in the next couple weeks. We all have to get together and record something on it. Also, like I've been face revealing on Instagram. So if you're not following me at what I will say on Instagram, um, we're, we're loosening it up. We're opening it up. We're having some fun with it. Uh, so come follow me on at what I will say on Instagram if you want to see bits and bobbles about our adventures this past week. With all that said, please enjoy the episode. Well, everybody, welcome back to What I Will Say. This is Cam and I'm here with Imps. Hey, hey. How are you doing today, MC? I'm good. Um, I've been listening to a lot of rock set lately, today, but just lately in general. And if you aren't familiar, look it up on Spotify. Get hip. Mm. I know I'm listening to the look. I know this song. Okay. That is so yeah. funny. That 80s yeah. music. You know what I was listening to a little bit earlier today? Alanis Morissette. Oh, great stuff. Um, But all that said, um, New Year's, De- December 31st, 2015. Now we, we talked about this at the, at the last episode, but I got some anons about it. So Taylor and Ruby Rose are, are hanging out and spending time. They go to Calvin's gig and uh, ring in the new year. Um, people were saying, oh, there's no way Taylor dated Ruby, like Ruby's such a mess, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, guys, I'm not saying they got married. Like, I'm not saying they were betrothed. I'm saying maybe they hooked up a couple of times and Taylor wrote gorgeous about her. And I'm not even saying that for sure. It's just a fun possibility. So I, I fully believe they hooked up a couple of times. Um, everybody knows I love a blind item and there were a plenty mm-hmm. during this time period of Taylor and Ruby Rose, you know, yeah, having some so- fun. There you go. Um, That night, Carly's end of the year roundup comes up and it features a lot of Taylor, a lot of the tour stuff where they spent. That's like where they spent a lot of time was on that tour together. They really we got them at Lily Aldridge's birthday party. And for all my talk about like 2014 to 2016 is like Taylor Prime. 2015 is sparse. Now, I think a lot of it's because Taylor's on tour. So fair enough. And Carly did make it to some shows and was even on stage for some shows and, of course, was part of the tour special features. But um, I'm just noticing that as I like re-look at the timeline, you know, um, you know, they that we have a fallout or not necessarily a fallout, but a theorized fallout, at least a dead spot from like January or from February to May. And then we get Taylor on tour. We have Carly coming to tour throughout the summer and then a few hangouts in the fall, but it's really not that much compared to 2014 in particular. So just thought that was worth pointing out. I kind of noticed it when I reviewed everything. Um, On January 1st, Taylor drops the Out of the Woods music video. Cool. 
everybody's freaking out. It's supposed to all be about Harry, but I don't know. How, what do you think about that music video? It ne I never thought it was that good. I've literally never seen it. She has the blue dress. Which <laughs> no, is no, I, I've seen clips and stills. I've never watched the whole video. Look, you guys, I we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. I am a fake fan. I also did not become a fan until after Reputation. Fair enough. By the way, when Reputation was released, I'd never even heard the song Out of the Woods. Mm -hmm. I never even heard it. Mm -hmm. So let that sink in. Judge me. I deserve it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but but no, I, I've never seen um, the whole video, but I know enough. I know I know the concept. Um, you know, I don't think we, we had a little a little smackdown last recording about, you know, Taylor writing songs only writing songs with people that she like really cares about or that mm -hmm. she would never write a song about someone who she did. And I'm like, eh, Not about, no, just with, I okay. agree about, we can get okay, fully about. fictionalized bullshit fairy tales. I don't, I, I think, I think anything that has to do with Harry Styles, um, except for the song blank space, perhaps it's the, the they're not about him. Like there, it's a complete, it's completely fictitious. Um, and, and I don't know who, nor do I really care who Out of the Woods may be about. It has some connections to Diana. You can make a case for it, but you can also make a strong case it's fully fictional. If I had to guess, like, from a 30,000-foot view, I would say that Out of the Woods might be more about a closeted relationship, right? Like, maybe mm -hmm. Diana or maybe just the concept of having to be closeted. Mm -hmm specifically in the industry that Taylor is in specifically trying to um, transfer genres from mm -hmm. country to pop um, and what a delicate, huh, no pun intended mm -hmm. time this probably was for her. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it does out of the woods have the imagery of the paper airplane necklace two is paper there... airplanes flying but is Which the necklace thing. in the video am i remembering she wears the necklace in that video i think in the video okay okay i so, could yeah. be fully making that up oh, but well. <laughs> two paper airplanes flying is a lyric so yes i, I do know that now the um, in the, in the music video she just like she's in the woods she's in the snow she's on the beach and she's wearing the dress she wore when he broke up with her on the boat or what like when she when she wrote came back on the boat alone at the end of uh, beginning of 2012 and that's the big no end of 2012 beginning of 2013 that's the big hailer breakup and then you know she's got that blue dress on she wears the same dress in the music video that's also zombie taylor's dress yes. in the yep what look what you made me do Look what you, oh my God, get me out of here. I no, can't. I'm, it's been I'm, a long day. You've been working. All right. Anyway, enough about Out of the Woods. You haven't seen the music video. There you go. I, I am not, I don't think it's a very good music video. So if somebody has a reason that it is good, please let me know. I'd, I'd like to learn more. But I, my first look is like, uh, it's not that good of a music video. Flash forward, January 12th, Carly posts about Oscar health. So this is another, this is a Josh kind of thing that she does. Um, that's his business or his business is invested in that business or something. Um, we don't have anything for like a month, you know, nothing crazy is happening. Um, on February 15th, Taylor later in the, uh, Miss Americana documentary we find February 15th I assume is when the Grammys were um, she talks about feeling extremely lonely after the Grammars she says shouldn't I have someone I could call right now 
now that she's dating Calvin at this point, and of course, Kaylers would say, it's per- particularly a certain type of Kaylor would definitely say she's in a monogamous relationship with Carly Claus at this point. So, Why you know, doesn't she have anybody? I feel like it's the what I will say chaos demons who are saying, yeah, she was fucking Calvin, but that was for PR too. And he was cheating on her the whole time and a shitty boyfriend. And she was just staying with him so she could have a boyfriend for longer than one year. And yeah, she was fucking Carly too. But Carly was off with Josh. You were never mind. August, cruel summer. You know, and I think that would make sense for that quote. Now, I think I've seen the Kalers say, well, she didn't have like a business partner. She didn't have like a collaborator that came up on stage with her. But I mean, she, you know, she had Jack, but that that's what I've seen. They're, they're saying, um, you know. I, I mean, also, we know Taylor will like constantly be out of pocket and messing up her own like narrative and timelines. So like, who, who knows? But I'm pretty sure that the 2016 Grammys was when she thanked. It was it was at some point when she was dating Calvin, she she thanked him. I want to thank my boyfriend, Adam. Like she said that on the microphone on stage. Yeah. Um, and if it was the Grammys, that's even more bizarre that she would say. I think it I, was the VMAs. I could I'm be gonna wrong. Look I'm gonna look Let's it look up. it up. Let's look it up. Let's get the stats. Let's get the facts. I heart radio music awards. Okay. Okay. So that's later. I think that's like okay. a month or two later. So I think All it right. was maybe even called out a bit. Oh, she didn't mention him during the Grammys. Well, even still, I mean, they were dating at the time of the Grammys. It's just, it's a bizarre thing to say. I shouldn't, I have someone I could call. So like either your boyfriend is a hot mess express or you literally are alone. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think I think it, it, the chaos demons of what I will say nation would we are the correct ones in saying like, yeah, she had these connections. She had a connection with Carly. She had a connection with Calvin and they were fucking messes. And that's why Taylor was like drunk out of her mind half the 1989 era and just messy and had no one to call. This is when she wins album of the year. So that's huge for her. So the 2016 Grammys, yes. I, we've got some more notes on this. I just want to make sure we cover it all. 1989 wins album of the year. Um, she goes with Selena. So that's interesting to me because you know how I feel about Taylina. I think there's a little PR going on there. But I think they're fond. I think I do think Taylor's fond of Selena. I just think it's not as deep as like Swifties would make it out to be. Let's put it that way. Um, but this is where she recalls, shouldn't I have had someone I could call right now? Um, and then she says, like, I only have my mom to go to basically. And that, I think, I think that's, um, but she didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't news at the time that came out later in Miss Americana. Um, she also performs, I don't know what song she performs out of the woods, maybe. And she cries. This is where she cries to Selena because she's allegedly missed a note during the performance. But (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm giving you a side eye because I don't think Taylor sounded good live until the reputation she era. She started working with some kind of vocal coach and they did, they've done incredible. And now she sounds amazing. She does. And I will give her that. But I also think that technology has gotten better as well. So I think she's got some tricky microphones. Maybe. Um, um, come for me if you want. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how you sing a three hour set and not miss a single note but let me say as someone whose sister's sister is a voice teacher singing is not that hard to learn like if you want to sit down and do voice lessons and you really want to do it many people can coach themselves into sounding very good 
very solid, like very fine. Like, so, I mean, I do think, you know, I think, I do think her voice is improved. And I think you hear that in stuff like the tiny desk concert and her. It's much improved, too. much, much improved. Cause one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I did not fuck with Taylor back in the day is I was like, she can't even sing live. Like, what is right. this? What, what, right. what is this? Um, I was like Ariana Grande or nothing, you know, yeah. not that she, you know, but whatever. I Oh, she does. Her vocals are fucking insane. They, but but Taylor's vocals are way, 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 way stronger than they used to be. Her, you know, her live vocals. Yeah. And I'm sure technology has helped her out and gotten a little more proficient. But also like some of that ju- is just her voice and it is just gotten better. And I think, like I said, you listen to her acoustic sets or like her tiny desk concert mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, she's just gotten a lot better. Um but yeah, she misses a note. She's crying that night. It's interesting. It's worth noting that both Jack Antonoff and Max Martin, who were both heavy handed on 1989, were celebrating the win with her. But she says, I didn't have anyone there with me. So I've seen, as I said, Kaler's try and say she didn't have like a collaborator. She didn't. She was like, I need to have someone to climb that mountain with. I didn't have someone to climb that mountain with. But like, it doesn't really make sense because Jack and Max were there and Sharon in the good times. So it does sound like at this point, and it's funny because we've got public relationship with Calvin and we've got private relationship with Carly and still Taylor saying, I had nobody. And there is where I am just like, yeah, whatever Kaylor was, we're not talking monogamous love story. Like it's just right. not, it can't be. Like if 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 anything to me this is this reads as Taylor p- potentially was like pining after Carly or wished mm-hmm. Carly was there and she wasn't because it wasn't they weren't like serious monogamous girlfriends um and that you know I don't know where Carly is on this night but she's clearly not with Taylor and um that that to me is like, oh, she's upset because she wished that Carly would have been there and it just wasn't that just wasn't it. Yeah. Um, the next day, Calvin goes on Instagram and calls Taylor his beautiful girlfriend, which, you know, is probably damage control, to, damage control that, <laughs> that they didn't seem to have a moment or she didn't thank him on stage or she cried and he wasn't there for her. You know, it, it sounds that's a bit of, a you know, some damage control. Two days later, Carly has an interview with Elle and she tells Elle that her and Taylor are glamorous and normal 20 somethings. And then she promotes coding with Classy. Um, it, it's hard to know what's going on in Kaylor land. We've had this sort of. This tw- the 2015 has just got nothing on 2014 and we're going into 2016. And I'm not saying they weren't texting, having some FaceTime hanging out privately they very well could have been but we have no Kaler on 2016 yet right i mean carly's brought her up in an interview um but i i yeah i really i really think a lot of the 2016 i mean we did well we're not there yet let let me not jump ahead but yeah i i do think that a lot of for me personally and, and other people who partake will will agree. I think we get a lot of 2016 Kaler when we get the behind the scenes videos of making reputation. There's a lot of connections. I'm not saying that we saw them together or that Carly was like hanging out in the studio. I don't mean that. I just mean there was a lot of 
connection things happening. Like, yes, maybe they were in touch via telephone. Um, we we know we had the birthday FaceTime date where Taylor's wearing an outfit that, that is, it, she appears to be wearing when she's recording King of My Heart. Um, do, what else came from the behind the scenes that's there was there's there's a couple of things but aside from the one that you just mentioned the other one that pops into my head is there is a behind the scenes interview i want to say it was from the 2013 victoria's secret fashion show carly's being interviewed and she calls taylor the american dream and she's she's just the american dream she does her hands like that yeah and then the original lyric in King of My Heart is salute to me. I'm the American dream, not I'm your American queen. Um, so that's that's just another one. There's a couple more. I, I can't. It's all, honestly been so long since I've looked into it, but I'll be prepared for when we when we do that episode. Um, good to know. Uh, and we will get to that. Carly's birthday is later this year, so we will also spend plenty of time breaking down that moment. But. On March 6th, Calvin and Taylor celebrate their anniversary. This is when we get the lockets from Calvin to Taylor. You know, the, everything about this is weird. It has, uh, I guess, can I, can I not to be, let me not be a gay conspiracy theorist. The locket says 3-6-2015. So that is to stand for March 6, 2015, when they like got together or met, right? Okay. As someone who is dating somebody from the UK, I am privileged to know that a UK purchase locket would say 6-3. Why do we think the locket's from the UK? Calvin's from Scotland. Oh. Like, wouldn't he... Would he would he really thought, oh, let me make this the American way for Taylor? Mm, that is a really good point. I've never thought about that. Not for one second. Um, I'm a fucking genius. Oh, my God. And you yeah. know what I think? I, now I think you can make the art. <laughs> I think she made it for herself. Right. That's what <laughs> That's I was going to say. I think she had it made for herself. Although it does look something. It do, I will say it does look like something a man would pick out. Now, the only reason. Okay. Okay. Let me back up. initial gut reaction she made it for herself because regardless of whether or not this relationship was like for real for real or even healthy or good or or whatever or if it was complete on the other end of the spectrum complete set up pr fake 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 fake. regardless i feel like taylor is the type maybe was the type of person who would do that just for the optics because she's famous because she has this gigantic fan base. Um, I, I do think that is plausible, but that, yeah, you're right. A, a, A person who is native to the UK, like they, well, I mean, he could have like gone to an American jeweler. He did was based and he said, I want the date March 6, 20, whatever, get that on there. And the American jeweler could have made it like that. Sure, 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 sure. However, the fact that this locket imagery proceeds in Taylor's discography, now that we, mm, okay, if you believe the vault tracks really are from the vault, um, I'm not saying I do or don't. Uh, but just saying, if you believe vault tracks are really from the vault, we have references to Lockett that predate 
her getting a locket from from Calvin. And we also have a ton of locket imagery that continues after Calvin, which makes me think that the locket doesn't have anything to do with Calvin and it has more to do with Taylor and that she just likes the concept of a locket and the the imagery it provides. Oh, definitely. Which makes me think, again, she bought it for herself. A locket is such a cliched, girly, yeah. it, like, uh, I don't know. But of course, this is the Kaler timeline. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the theory around the love lockdown. And this is actually a gift from Carly. Although, as we pick through the timeline and we've seen, I think the last time they were together that we have on camera is Lily Aldridge's birthday, like four months before the ish Carly buying her a locket at this I mean, point. I, even if Taylor was like legit dating Carly behind the scenes, I still think Taylor would buy herself a locket. <laughs> yeah, I just, social media. Um, Carly, uh, like not long after this goes to a bridge I in Paris, Josh it's in, in Paris, in Paris, where yeah. people put lockets, and that's popular on lots of different bridges. That's not just a Paris thing; they do that at the Brooklyn Bridge and stuff too. But, um, but she does, she does lock the locket under the number thirteen. Yeah, and she does, meaning Carly. And when you look at the way the the K and the heart or whatever, it it does look like it could be cleverly disguised as like K T and a heart. Um, I'm instead of KJ. I don't even know if it even looks like a J at all. It looks more like it, it's more like just like K in a heart. Um, like it doesn't seemingly to have anything to do with Josh, unless I'm having like a huge blind spot right now. But I like the theory that this is a Kaler moment. Um, and I can like get behind it. I, I'm not gonna like die on the hill. It does seem like a weird coincidence. Again, there's a lot of weird coincidences with them. I just don't wait. Think. I'm looking at Carly's Instagram post and it does say love lockdown. It's in Paris, and that is also from March 6, 2016. So it's the same day that Carly and Taylor love says Taylor says one year down and then Carly writes yeah. love locked down. Where, where is, but where is the 13 and the, hmm. I'm, I'll send you the post. Um, I'm looking, I'm trying to do some analysis. Okay. So there's another like Google, just Google Carly Kloss love locked down. Yeah. And you'll see there's a picture of her putting oh i see this must have this must have come from like a vlog like did she have like a youtube channel yeah or something? Yeah, yeah oh it probably did and yeah. she's locking it under the name under the number 13 and then when you look at the lock up close it's k and a heart but you could make the argument the k also if you squint looks like a t yeah i mean you can definitely make that argument um, i'm not saying i believe it i'm just saying i i I will hear your argument. It right. does kind of look a little strange. Now, I will say Carly was in Paris with Josh. Um, we have Josh Instagramming uh, from Paris uh, at the same time. So like, hey, yep. not to rain on the. Not I, nope, that's OK. <laughs> I'm 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 not going to ju uh, judge or get upset. I I'm with you. I, I just I do think that it is. A very interesting coincidence that this is happening at the same time. Yes. Um, and and actually, we skipped over the day before this. I mean, love lockdown versus one year down lockets. 
that that's an iconic uh Gaylor Kaler moment. Um, I think my official diagnosis would be eh, it's cute, but it's a coincidence. Just you've got Carly with Josh and you've got Taylor off with Calvin. How can it be about each other? But anything's possible. The day before we did miss that Josh Lee is in Paris and they get papped and they look like they've maybe been having a bit of a tiff, a bit of a disgruntlement. You know, they also just look like we're used to looking at people who like want their picture taken so they smile for the camera or they do a little pose or they flirt with the camera or that like these people are just walking and they're getting their pictures taken i don't even think they look disgruntled if you ask me yeah i i mean i don't know what i would look like if someone just (laughs) captured me walking down the street one other thing i do have to add though Mm -hmm. is that in taylor's city of lover performance Mm -hmm. in paris the graphics that accompany that performance um there is a locket and now again and a lock like a lock and a key maybe heart and, and a heart and a heart lock. yeah so does that connect to this i don't know we will never know unless she tells us but to counter that i'm like i'm like debating with myself to counter that uh she does use a lot of locket imagery in her discography and also just in her like in her graphics and her and just the imagery itself of like her her music her set lists her her tours her performances there's just a lot of I mean, it is Taylor, a common it is a common a romantic trope it's yeah. a common romantic trope and you know you have like it's it's like saying if ta- you know if heart could only be a Kayla thing or you know my heart belongs to my heart this and heart emoji and heart image you know it's just it's a very it's a very common romantic trope and it shows up in Taylor's artwork you know now here's what I will say I think that the locket is something to do with Calvin and the love lockdown is a coincidence and I think Taylor almost even comments in the line picture of your face an invisible locket I think she's saying, because I just, I would bet so much money that Dancing with Our Hands Tied is about Carly Kloss. She's saying, we didn't have a locket. I had a locket with my fucking boyfriend who I hated. You know, I had a locket with my PR partner, shitty, cheating, dumbass, half of a boyfriend. But like, our locket had to be invisible. You know, I loved you in secret. I almost think that line is just Taylor looking back and saying, fuck it, what was I doing? You know, I had this... I put this fucking stupid locket up with Calvin. I was sick of him by then. I was just trying to run out the clock and have a relationship. And meanwhile, I was pining after this girl and our relationship was invisible. Yeah, no, that that's a good point. And I, I really do think that the, I mean, I guess longevity, not that, I mean, I don't know in the grand scheme of things, not, not to, not to diminish anyone's relationship, but a year is not that long. Um, I think that a lot of her dating him, like you said, running out the clock, I think that had everything like, again, no matter how real or how fake or whatever in between with them, she wanted to keep a boyfriend in the public eye for at least a year. Yep. Like she had a like, fucking time. Full stop. I swear to God, yeah. I would bet so much money. And and another one last point about Locket, Invisible Locket. People want to say that song is about Joe. Fuck you. She wore a J necklace the whole year. 
Like, and nobody even knew who, it was not invisible. Like, yeah, she and Joe were secret and private for a while, but Invisible Locket does not belong to any of the men. Right. Not on my watch. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Love Lockdown, you know, Taven Lockett, are they connected? Iconic analysis done there. Um, finally, March 12th, 2016, Carly and Taylor go to the gym in LA and Taylor Instagrams um, something. Um, t- this is where we get the nobody... Um, nobody cares if you can't dance well, just get up and dance. Great dancers are great because of their passion. Uh, Martha Graham. Um, so they, you know, doesn't Taylor say like, this is my favorite person to dance with. Yeah. I think she says Carly's my favorite person to dance with, or that is said about that photo at some point. Um, we don't have the post, of course, Taylor's deleted it, but I'm just reading an article about it. Well, they haven't included the caption. Google remembers. Words to live by and my favorite person to dance with at Carly Kloss at Body by Simone. Yeah. Um, Four days later, though, Taylor is at the island with lights down low doing the foot pop kissing picture with Calvin. (laughs) So I what is my favorite? Look, I have to tell you just a quick little quick little story. When I first stumbled across the Gaylor slash Kaylor of it all, because it was simultaneous for me. Um. My my best friend, who you will meet in New York, she she she's been a Taylor Swift fan since the beginning. Although I never really knew because, like I said, I wasn't a Taylor Swift fan, and like I don't know, you can judge me, but it wasn't like super cool to like be a Taylor Swift fan, especially for people of a certain age. So my my friend, even though we were super, I had no idea that she was this like Swifty. In secret. I, ha- I had no idea. I um, Swifted in secret. <laughs> she did. And it's so funny because when I became a fan, she was like, oh my God, finally, I never thought I could tell you. And it was just so anyway. But when I, when I presented my, my new interest in Taylor to her, but through a Kaylor lens, she had no context of this. She had never heard such a thing. Um, to her, Taylor was just like straight girl, straight, like no questions asked, like keep it moving. No big deal. Um, and when I was like showing all of this stuff to her, I, I already lost my point. Forget it. Never mind. I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. It was a funny story of like, I, I, I took too long to get to the point. My bad. You know what? That's okay. Um, yeah. We, sorry. We just keep on keeping on. She, yeah. Um, it was, it was, uh, if it pops back in my head, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. So Taylor goes out on holiday with Calvin. Now I've seen an interesting point made about this. Like, you know me, I, I, a lot of the the old the old guard of Kaylers, I, I just don't pay a lot of mind to. I think, you know, not all of them are too tapped in with reality. But I saw one quick little analysis about she went on this holiday with Calvin because like, you know, island breeze and lights down low. You know, she's, I remember. I remember. She is because, well, she and Carly have gone on did they go on island vacation together? I don't know, but they did go like write the name in the sand and she like recreated this stuff with Calvin. And it is sort of like, when was Endgame written? When were these things written? And who is she trying to call us back to? And I, I remain, I usually like, am like, eh, you know, I kind of trust Taylor's timelines on things and think it was written when she said it was written. But um, one interesting thing is in the summer of 2016, in an article about, um 
Tom Hiddleston, they snuck the line in, oh, Taylor's got a schoolgirl crush on him. And I just said, wait a minute. That song's supposed to be about Joseph. Why mm-hmm. she, why schoolgirl crush? That sounds like a little, because she does that. You know, she sneaks lines about, of her, she sneaks her lyrics into interviews. She's always yeah. done that, you know, at least since maybe 1989 era. Um, and I just said, hmm. That's interesting. That is but. interesting. No, I remember what I was going to say about about my friend that when I found the Gaylor Kaler stuff, I was like trying to make a case for it. And again, I had no idea that she was already like a solidified Swifty. Um, she did not take my revelations <laughs> uh, very well, but she said she was like, whatever. And I was like, sh- I was like, show me a picture of her kissing even kissing a guy and she sent me that one with the foot pop and i was like see <laughs> this is so staged that's right. what i was gonna say right um, well iconic foot pop you know island situation okay whatever um next we get the taylor through carly's sister a party on March 18th, 2016, an IG post from Kimby Kloss suggesting she was there, but not necessarily that Taylor or Kaylor planned the whole thing. Calvin is also tagged. Oh, so Kaylor was there. Kaylor hug and oh, oh, I know what this is. Okay. Yeah. I know um, what this is. So uh Kimby Kloss sticks her nose into the timeline, my least favorite Kaylor side character <laughs> ever, um, and tags Taylor in an Instagram post um on Kimby's birthday, suggesting Taylor was at Kimby's party. Calvin's also tagged. It's a there's a quick video clip. I remember this, and it's Taylor and Carly, and they are at the party together. I don't know if this is the exact if this is Kimby's birthday, but Kimby is there, I mm-hmm. think whatever whatever they're at it's they're um they're it's, a, it's like, at omnia nightclub they're and a big hugging party right, on each been... other and it's from it, the filming is from the back and they have their arms around each other's like low waist and they're very like clingy hanging on to each other and i think it's kimby comes up and she like taps them like hey you can okay let's go back i'm to watching the, it right now yeah, i'm watching can, it Okay, but I I don't see it. I fucking I don't see it. Like I, it's one of those things with like like where we have our debate of like were were Josh and Carly making out at the 1975 yeah. show or were they fighting at the 1975? Okay, show? we've got Taylor to the left of Carly with her arm around up around Carly's neck. Um, Kimby is like holding a phone, and to me, she, it looks like she like rubs Taylor's back, like mm, hey girl, kind of like a hello, and then. They separate and Taylor to separate. Yeah. So, I mean, what, I mean, c- could it be a, mm-hmm. Hey, reminder, um, you can't be like this in public and I'm saving the day or is it just like, Hey, and they naturally separate because Taylor turns around to acknowledge the person who tapped her. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to split hairs over that. I don't. Yeah. But th- there's know. some, it's a, it's a video. We'll get it up on the Instagram. Um, as always, like guys go to the Instagram, we'll have pictures for, that we reference if they're interesting enough to post uh, at the at what I will say for that on Instagram. I guess I will say like they've hugged each other just as suggestively in like photos that they post for. Yeah. Taylor sat on her lap at the AMAs. <laughs> like what? They're not allowed to touch now. You know the one I'm thinking of with this and 
and the arms yes, out. Yeah. That were Taylor, um, I, Taylor, I think has on like a, almost like a mustard yellow yes, dress. You yeah, know yeah. Exactly. The one. And they're, yeah. they're just all over each other. Um, they held hands at that basketball game in front of the whole world, like leaving it. I have trouble thinking that in a crowded nightclub, Kimby Kloss is having to police them to stay apart. I think that's silly. I do. Also, do we think like Kimby is like going to be like the sober, responsible one no. at, the, at the nightclub? Kimby just wants to be friends with Taylor Swift. <laughs> if that's my professional opinion, could something Kaylory? I mean, that's bordering on that's some Larry analysis. Like that, this kind of oh, they can't even touch each other in public. That's fucking Larry. Like we have a thousand pictures of them. Up each other's asses, hugging all over each other. Like we have, we literally have a picture, and I don't know, maybe we haven't gotten to it yet, but um, I think it's the 2016 Tay America, where like they're they're hugging each other so fiercely on that water slide, they're like grabbing yeah. each other's boobs. Like one it's, of them's it's, inside the other. It's like not, it's, yeah. let's not be fucking. You know, I just to me, it's just like no, they're just at a club, they're hugging, they're looking around. They're, Taylor gets tapped on the back and. That's going to be my analysis. Now, if they're being forcibly closeted and larried, you know, right out the wazoo, I'm apologies for all the, you know, the poor <laughs> gold star lesbian Taylor and Carly, but that's not how I see that video. Um, so, okay. Um, next week, March 26, 2016, Josh Lee goes to see the Knicks play. Um, they they're blasphemous um, only taylor and carly are allowed to go see the next play that is so fucking rude uh they look cute um carly looks like kind of boyfriendish, but you know she, she does that she does that from time to time she does um they are courtside uh she's got her hand on his leg they're you know they're whatever looks like a normal date nothing crazy to me um miley cyrus is also there and the you know other celebs are courtside so always fun but yeah whatever N- nothing crazy there one way or the other um then we get the iheart radio awards oh um uh on april 1st um Car- carly posts instagram and um tags josh i assume because he took the picture carly is at the whitney museum of american art and she is sitting down i guess taking in some art with a piano in the background and josh is tagged i assume he took the picture uh it's a nice picture um on april 4th a couple days later taylor shouts out to quote unquote her boyfriend adam at the iheart radio awards and it's like why is she doing that uh she didn't even shout him out at the grammys like you know, it, it, I think it just goes to show what a fucking mess Taven was at this point. Yeah, like so. maybe he was being nice like that week. So they she had felt, a good week. She felt yeah. like lovey-dovey. Things are about to get interesting. Um, In April of 2016, Josh Lee, Taylor, and Calvin all go to Coachella. And um, Josh and Carly always go to Coachella, so that's fine. But Taylor goes and we get the Bleachella look. Now, of course, everybody's like, oh, this is like the start to a new era, uh, the lost, you know, this is where the karma theories start in, which we won't get into in depth. But um, also Liz Hewitt's there, which we love that. Uh, <laughs> hey, Liz, representation. Got to love it. Um, but yeah, we've got Josh Lee and Taven all at the same place. Are they hanging out there or are they just both happen to be there? No, they're definitely um... hanging out. Okay, so that's a good question. I, I just so, the picture the picture that immediately pops to mind of Taylor at this specific Coachella is her like 
she's like mid dance dancing Mm -hmm. in the, or like turning her head because someone called her name and it's a very, um, it's not flattering, but it is iconic (laughs) her, the, the picture of her. We've got them all hanging out, at least at some shows. Coachella happens, okay, and you've got this this Taven versus Josh Lee kind of overlap. April 19th, 2016, we get the Taylor Swift 73 questions video. Iconic Taylor moment in that video is when she says uh, to go to Big Sur if you want to take somebody that you love or your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, the um, guy, the, there's like a guy in her yard and he's like, I'm, I'm going somewhere on my anniversary or honeymoon. And she's like, take her to Big Sur. Yeah. Where, where's you're romantic welcome destination? she says it's the ultimate romantic destination um calvin's gave her an olive tree and that's there but like okay who cares um but big sir ultimate romantic destination and of course who'd she go to big sir with miss carly claus now she allegedly went there with jake Hall as well but she went there with Carly more recently. So win for the gays. Um, yeah. If you guys haven't watched that 73 questions video, watch it. Cause you definitely get, there's a lot in there. And you can see inside Taylor's house and her decorations and her style. Now that is her smaller LA house, right? That's not the big compound she has. That's like the normal size, like, I don't know, two to $4 million house she bought when she was hanging out with Diana. Right. Am I wrong? Somebody, I, neither of us know. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think that's the smaller, I think she sold it not long after that video, but uh, that was like her smaller LA house, which smart move by Taylor. That's a bit more uh, relatable than the fucking compound she owns. Okay. 26th of April, 2016, we get Josh and Carly out in the West West Village. Okay, fine. They, I think Carly lived there. So um, that makes sense. And they go to attend the Time 100 event. Taylor doesn't go even though she probably received an invite. Uh, okay, whatever. Taylor's spending a time in L.A. right now. This is where she's out in L.A. So um, Carly visits her in L.A. a couple times. We get that. But Carly's, you know, still in New York. So one thing to note about their geogra- geography, <laughs> geographical locations at this point. Um May 2nd, 2016, Taylor hosts the Met Gala. Now this is flashback when you met me. She grinds on Tom Hiddleston. She allegedly meets Joe. um, And Calvin at the time is supposed to be her boyfriend. Um, Josh also Carly and Taylor dance together. Everybody's dancing together. And there's some pictures where Josh appears drunk. So this this Met Gala is a fucking mess. Um, And supposedly this is the night that inspired the bridge of dress flashback. When you met me, your buzz cut my hair bleached. Of course, Joe is there with his fucking buzz cut. Uh, And Taylor, of course, has her hair bleached. But um, can can we can I explain how the buzz cut may may relate to Carly's buzz cut? Oh, please do. I was going to, but I'll let you. Oh, oh, no, no, I I won't take it from you if you want. Well, I think it's fucking hilarious. So I was going to make fun of it. But if you think it's if you think it's a legitimate theory, I don't want to roast you on air. So you can. (laughs) I'm sorry. Not to be fucking. (laughs) You can roast me. You can roast the shit out of me. I mean, this is coming Um, straight out of the cockles of TTB and and her ilk. Um, It's Carly is happened it did ha- I, it did happen and it was buzzworthy <laughs> I, I, I mean we literally have a online media site called what say it with me class what is buzzfeed, oh, BuzzFeed. okay <laughs> yeah 
I'm not is saying this, it made it. I'm just is saying BuzzFeed like, involved. No, no, no. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know if they were, but, but my point is that's what that word also can mean. Like if something's making a buzz, like it's having some sort of cultural conversation going on around. We're, we're buzzing about it. Oh, wait, you have, must have a different theory than me because I thought the buzz is because Carly's drunk. Carly gets spills wine on her dress. Wait, why are we doing Girl, that? Okay. I can't. No. Okay. Let me just say the stupid fucking. Please. TCP please do. So what my understanding is Carly, the buzz cut relates back to Carly because Carly gets a little tipsy, a little buzz, if you will, and spills wine on the bottom of her dress. And in the right. middle of the Met Gala, her designer, her assistant, her PA, somebody, the, the fashion designer, someone takes her back there and they just cut the dress off. Yes. No, no. So we're, that we're, is her buzz. We're, we're coming to the same conclusion, but no, the fact that Carly spilt wine on her designer gown and then the designer was like, let's just make it a mini. That was buzzworthy. It was talked about in the headlines the next day. I, I don't mean like, you know, BBC, but I'm just saying like, like it was like a BuzzFeed article, just Jared Perez Hilton, like all of the, why did I just say Perez Hilton? Oh, scrub that out. Um, the, the, just like everybody was talking about that, that, that Carly came to the Met and she also had, um, that night she had like, she came to the Met Gala in a like white, almost like high collar cape thing. Then she derobes and she has on this like hot dress. Then she spills wine on it. Then they cut it into a mini. So this was a buzzworthy fashion night for her. That's what I mean. Your buzz cut. Like they cut your dress, literally cut your dress. And it was buzzworthy. It made headlines the next day. That's what I'm talking about. Not because Carly was drunk and had a buzz off red wine. Um, you like almost got there. Yeah, that's just the, that is the theory I'm familiar with. Um, Carly's buzz cut is even the name of a Kaler anti blog, I think. Which like fuck anti blogs, they're fucking lame. But but the but uh, the the way that the way that I have always interpreted that and what makes sense and what like yeah, they cut they literally cut her dress and this is getting like a little tinfoil hat, but I'm going to do it. Okay, and if you, and if it. you, and if you appreciate it, you're my people. Um, there is a video of Carly's dress getting cut. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, back in a hotel room. I don't know where it is. And there is a boot in like the corner of the frame. Like there's somebody else standing back. There's a little boot and it matches the shoe that Taylor was wearing later that night. Um, like where they would have gone and maybe because she had these like gladiator, like lace up Taylor. I mean, she has like mm-hmm. gladi- gladiator lace up heels on at the Met Gala. But later, I believe she had some kind of like shit kicker, like combat boots on. And that's what you can see. So it looks like Taylor was in the hotel room with her. And I'm not with Carly while she's getting her dress cut. I don't think that's some like big conspiracy theory. No, I, I mean, they were ha- the shoes they were hanging. They were yeah, hanging, but they but they were hanging out all night, so it's not sure. weird that she doesn't mean they're they're like in love secret girlfriends. When your girl gets a stain on her dress, because, you go with her to get it fixed. It just because mean, she was in the room, yeah. I'm just saying I think there's a good case to be made for that being Taylor's shoe. Which means mm-hmm. if we want to dig, like if she wasn't 
falling in love with Joe and she wasn't grinding on Tom and she was with Carly, then like, what do we have time for all these boys? That's well, all we, I'm saying. Yeah. That's well, all I'm saying. Fair enough. Um, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. I mean, let me ask you this. In let's say the buzz cut line is about Carly because it was a buzzworthy event or because she was buzzed. I mean, yeah, yeah hey, whatever. either or <laughs> let's say it's about Carly. But for me, it kind of comes back to like, did she did she think of the line buzz cut to be like, oh, that's that dress. And then it just like so happened to be lucky that Joe Alwyn had a buzz cut. Or did she say, I need to reference my fake boyfriend's hair or my my beards to lovers boy or my whatever my paid actor but also whatever joe is i need to reference this boy's hair how can i do that but also include like it's just a buzz cut on his hair okay yes i think it is a mashup Double entendre. Of, i think it's both i think it i think i think it's both and i think that it is a it's one of those it really is one of those moments in life because we've all had these where you're like, holy shit, what a perfect, like the cards just fell perfectly into place. Like, this is amazing. I can make it be both. And and these things, these crazy things happen in life. Um, it's not the wildest thing, but it's like, okay, I was going to write the song Dress. Okay, in theory, I'm Taylor Swift. I was going to write the song about Dress. I was going to write the song dress about Carly. I was going to write that. That was going to happen. And I'm going to reference the Met Gala flashback when you met me, buzz cut hair bleach. I'm going to reference that somehow. I don't know what the lyrics are yet, but I'm going to reference it because I don't know. Let's say that was the night they rekindled something. Because again, I'm with you. I don't think this was like some monogamous thing. I think it was off and on, off and on, hot and cold. Um, that... It just so happened that she like had that idea and then the Joe stuff came later and she was like, oh, this fucking works. This is great. Like you can't pay for this type of, you know, awesome. Kismet kind but, of a yeah, kismet moment. It, yeah. I, I have this example. It's not obviously quite the same, but it's just one of those like really weird moments that are super rare. Me and my girlfriends were, this was years ago. We were out, out one night at a Christmas party, this big event. And my friend had just gotten engaged and my other friend, and we were fairly young. So like, I don't know, it is what it is. Um, there, a lot of us were trying on the, 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 the ring. And some people think that that is like sacrilege. And I understand that. And I respect that. Is but it? Like, I, some people just are like, oh my God, you let them try on your engagement ring. That's like, why would you ever even take it off? Um, I have met people like that. Yeah, you do need to signify that you are the male's property Nothing, at all yeah. times. That's true. So fair enough. Fair enough. Nothing against that. Um, also, like, I don't know. This is a very expensive piece of jewelry. I'm just passing it around to all my girlfriends out on a night drunk, whatever. I think that imbues it with good energy. Lots of good fem feminine energy into the ring. Sure. So so take that and listen to this. So mm -hmm. everybody's trying on the ring, like, you know, having a little fantasy, like, oh, my God, you know, like, look at this diamond on my finger. It gets dropped. It gets lost. No. Yes. And it is a 
clusterfuck. And we're at this big event. We were at a Toys for Tots event. And it's like a, it's like a, everybody's really dressed up and everybody has on high heels and like suits and ties. And like, there's just people everywhere. Banquet. It's a banquet hall type. It's a big thing. And so we're like on the ground looking for this fucking ring and can't find it. Can't find it anywhere. And it's just like, it's a wash. It's gone. Right. So somebody went and talked to the event people and the people, you know, running the thing. And it was, it was at a, the event was held at a children's museum. So like the people who worked at the museum and was like, this is what happened. This is what it looks like. Please be on the lookout. Like we're going to have to come back tomorrow and look for this in the daylight. She's like freaking out, crying, whatever. Like this is what it is. So we have, we go on to have our night. We go back to someone's house like late night partying i fucking shit you not i i I shit you know i i swear to god i am not making this up we get to late night we're all hanging out we're taking off our shoes kicking up our feet one of my girlfriends this fucking engagement ring is shoved up on her stiletto heel and and was with us and my friend got her engagement ring back it wasn't damaged or scuffed up or anything oh my God. Like I'm That's not, I, like, story. like I have like, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> it's not that, that, that crazy when you think about it. Cause obviously when somebody dropped it, we you were all like, around and right. one of us, this girl, she stepped, she stepped on it and it went up her stiletto heel and was like safely tucked away for the rest of the night. Um, and, and, you know, we weren't out too much longer cause that was like a real mood killer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but things like that, that's what I'm talking about. Like this could have been one of those moments for Taylor. We're like, holy shit, these lyrics just match up perfectly. And she's the queen of building in plausible deniability. And this was just like given to her on a silver platter. Fair enough. Um, we, we, I think, I think when we get to the release of reputation in the timeline, if we are in fact moving on into the Tilly timeline next, which I think I'm going to have a brief intermission with a, hopefully I'm hoping to plan something with a special guest for a brief intermission. And then we'll get right back to the timeline work. I think if that's what everybody wants, that's kind of what I want. So maybe that's what you're getting. (laughs) Um, Once we get reputation out, we will do a battle Royale track by track, Lily or Carly or some, you know, someone else. And, um, but I think we'll do Lily Carly. And I, even if I don't, fully believe the case i will give the lily case on all the songs because i know you're going to bring the carly case on all the songs and we will see you know does the buzz cut line can we bring it back to carly or is it just joe straight bait um we'll see but yeah it it could just be did you just say straight bait yeah (laughs) because that's kind of what i think it is i think the song's about lily and but we'll get to that this is kayler's time to shine so the buzz cut line gotta love carly's buzz cut um I've also seen somebody say it, re- it refers to pubes. Come again? What? It refers what? to pubes? No, I... I Carly's I, buzz cut. So, you know, who knows? I don't see what's going on down there. Did you? I mean, no, but I did see her dress get cut and I did see Joe's hair. So I, on his head, his mm-hmm. head that he... Okay, you know what? I'm done. We've, we've spent too no, long. I'm we've not. spent too long on the buzz cut line. We've got to. I've got to stop. Um, okay, yeah, Met Gala, fucking crazy. That's where she meets Tom Hiddleston. Um, <clears throat> there you go. Um, okay, May twenty second, twenty sixteen. So this is like three weeks later. You know, less and less is happening on the timeline. Um, 
we get these iconic pictures of Josh wearing like skinny jeans and a cardigan, Carly in a full dyke regalia, and they're playing football. And they do just... (laughs) They like if Josh Lee was ever going to be gay besties, these pictures do do it for me. I, of course, don't think that about them, but you know, there you but go. She can throw a football, laces oh. out. I mean, oh, yeah, she, you- I'm gonna give it to her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, got, gotta love it. Um, but Josh Lee spending time together in New York City. What else is new? June 1st, 2016, Calvin and Taylor announced their split. There was rumors that Calvin was looking for rings. That's th- that's like what his people put out. Now, does that mean it's true? No, but um, people say he was in it for the long haul and he's looking for rings. That's what I remember from that. June 7th, Carly and Josh get papped again. Um, it looks like they've been shopping. They're hoofing around a hot New York City day. Whatever. They just look like normal people. I don't read anything into this, but that's Carly and Josh in New York City. Um June 11th, apparently Josh and Carly do have like a tiff, a true fight in oh, the streets these are, these of are New York the, City. The picture, yes. Yeah. So um the this is they, there is a fight. There's like actually, I will get pictures of this will be on the Instagram. There is actually a heated conversation, if not a clear disagreement going on. Yeah. Either either some either they were fighting or like someone's someone has died you know and like and carly's having like a visceral reaction and josh is just like looks uncomfortable arms crossed it's those are the only two options they're fighting or like i don't know actually let me take that back because there's one this picture of josh he's like like he's like what do you want you know he's like doing his arms out like what do you want from me um so yeah it does something is terribly wrong that's that's what you can tell yeah it's 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 an intense interaction um so make of that what you will pictures like i said on the instagram interesting moment and it's we're gonna get to another alleged fight josh has that we might have to talk about here in a minute but um but the the point is is sort of like i mean if they're gay beards why are they fighting in the streets like, that is something you do with your fucking annoying boyfriend when it's hot outside <laughs> and he hasn't been being helpful and he forgot to take the trash out and he tried to wake you up and have sex last night and you weren't in the mood. And it's just, it, it just looks like straight people to me. You know what I mean? This doesn't make me think they're gay together. Like, they're secretly gay Bessie. Right? I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Or did no, I you're just absolutely like fucking... right. <laughs> I mean, surely you can make a case that, okay, they were having a beard disagreement. The contract didn't look good to one of them or something but that come on this is this is a this is a girl fight with her <laughs> dumbass boyfriend <laughs> right <clears throat> okay but what else is new i i've long been convinced that josh lee's real this adds to it for me just this sort of natural them in their natural habitat being a normal fucking imperfect couple but <clears throat> you know um you would think if there was some kind of pr pl- contract in place they would not be wanted to be spotted fighting out they would keep that behind in the boardroom where they meet and sign their beer contracts but whatever um june 15th 2016 taylor is spotted making out with tom hiddleston for the first time and calvin deletes all his nice taylor posts then taylor does the same for him that kind of clown ass mess make make gives me real vibes as well now not committed taylor is a normal monogamous girl with all these guys but like she's in her fucking hoe era (laughs) 
I mean, not to say I'm not trying to like slut shame or anything. Like, I don't actually think she's being a hoe. Um, I mean, do I think any woman is a hoe? No, honestly, we're all valid. But like Taylor's in her mess era. This post is called Messy Summer of a Mess for a reason. Right. Um, in June, June 16th. Oh, it's about to start getting ugly, y'all. June 16th, 2016. Fuck, I mean, should we keep this on this episode or should we stretch it out? I mean, there's a lot together. And I I I think we need to make an exec. We've already been going for like an hour and a half. I think we got to make an executive call because like we need to give this the energy and time it deserves. Like we like Tay America needs some time. And so does the The Taylor Tom whirlwind. Taylor Tom snake gate. We're going to at least have to touch on. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. I think (laughs) I think we got to call it, guys. Okay, so we're going to end on June 16th. Kim Kardashian tells GQ that Taylor has approved the famous lyric and tree counters with a statement saying Kanye never told Taylor about the bitch lyric calling her a bitch. So we've got Hiddle Swift just debuting and the snake gate is brewing. So it's exciting times. I thought we were going to be able to do it on one episode, but honestly it needs its own. It needs to stand alone. We're in the home stretch. Like we're we're so close. But we've got to do it right. We've we gotta give the summer 2016 her due. And there's actually another master post that I might even link into this that's not Kaler focused, but it just has everything that happened in 2016. So we might have to review both those projects. Um or the summer, sorry, everything that happened in the summer of 2016, because it's just a fucking whirlwind. So with all that said, uh Imps, any closing thoughts on our on our uh, you know, on this past episode? I'm just glad to be in 2016 because I think we get the, I mean, I wouldn't say the best content, but Mm -hmm. I think for me, the most impactful content, Mm -hmm. because we're right on the heels of, of reputation. So, you know, very important time for me specifically. Um, And yes, this is all about me somehow. So (laughs) of course it is (laughs) as it should be. All right. Well, Guys, tune back in. We're going to get the summer and hopefully the fall of 2016 down next time. And with all that said, let us know. Do we need a break from Kaylor? What are we doing? Do we go in the Tilly timeline? I feel like that's what we're going to do. But if you know, if if you want something specific, come tell me. You know, I listen. I try and make people happy. Um, sometimes people want conflicting things, so I can't always. But uh, yeah, with all that said, please stay safe in 2023. Please get registered to vote. Go to IWillVote.com in 2023 and live, laugh, lurk. And Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. We mix it up this week. Bye, everybody. Bye.